Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we have a bunch of NFL running backs that are not going to be franchise tagged again. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Gus Edwards of the Ravens, and Tony Pollard. Thank God, not tagged at $12 million. No Rico Dowdle either. Rico Dowdle was not (laughs) tagged yesterday. I think both of those were equally expected that you would uh, figure that both of those guys would get the tag. They had clearly decided that Pollard was not worth that money. I I don't think that. I think the Cowboys approach on Pollard is going to be if we can get you back on some sort of a deal, if you want to sign one of these Leighton Vander Esch, Morris Claiborne, like, yeah, your your rookie contract ran out and we gave you a one year. We'll give you another one year if you like, but we're not here to sign you to a multi-year deal. I think they'd be okay with that. It's just a question of is Pollard open to that? If he is, then I think you could see a reunion, but not for more than you know, few million, four or five million max, I would guess. So we got his injury recovery wrong. The Cowboys got it wrong. We all got it wrong in terms of expecting that burst coming off the injury. We were wrong about it. Like initially, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it throughout the year. Basically, I didn't. Uh, see initially, the same. lasted for a really, really, really it long did. time. I didn't see the same burst, but I also don't know. I don't know what they were. Their, their whole approach to the run game last year was odd. Like the way that they, the way that they ran things to well, the they ran outside a lot. Well, I mean, they were just, they were running, they were stretching the field so much with them, and they were running them outside, and the blocking wasn't great, and so like to me, it just it didn't look like the same run concepts. That I don't know if that's what impacted it. He didn't get his same you know straight line speed going and stuff like that. But I mean, he did not look the same definitely early on in the season, and and throughout the year, it was it's just again one of these chicken and the egg things where you ask. All right, how much of this is what Pollard's able to do versus what's blocked up for him, you know, and what the scheme is and things like that. Speed needs space, and if he's not able to find that opening, that space, then he's just not going to be able to hit his top speed. I mean, like, can, I don't know how many running backs hit their top speed before they make their first contact. 
Bijan Robinson. Bijan. Yeah, but Barry there, Sanders. There yeah. should be like, you know, throughout the course of seventeen games, you should see something. There's, you should see something. Yeah, it should flash once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it and should pop once. They, that was a very serious injury. Obviously, it wasn't just the break. The thing he had, I think, I think what they had initially said too was that even though it was broken, what he actually had surgery for was the sprain. It's like he had a sprain and a break, and they, the thing he had to have surgery for was how bad the sprain was. And so, yeah, I mean, that's going to rob you undoubtedly of some of your explosiveness. There's a lot of other fun around the NFL that I've been itching to get to. The Dolphins told Xavier Howard he will be released at the start of the league year. Uh, according to Peter Schrager, the four-time pro bowler expected to have significant interest on the market. Good news here is that more shots were fired at the Eagles' new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Jalen Ramsey went on social media to say his goodbyes to Howard and say, I'll never forgive, dude, for wasting this opportunity with both of us together. So we heard these rumblings, Bob, when Vic Fangio was leaving Miami. The Eagles go and pick him up very quickly, and then Jalen Ramsey pouring more salt. Look, you gotta, you, you at least have to have some optimism with that is that Boy, every single player on the Miami defense seems thrilled that he's gone. And and if you're going to drop him into a team like Philadelphia that seems to already have issues with their their players and their coaches and the way that they get along, that seems like the last type of personality personality that you'd want to drop in there. But look, I mean, the, the only thing that is a you, you probably have some comfort with if you're Philadelphia is, look, we had him in here. He was an analyst on staff the year before. Like, guys are familiar with him. This isn't completely new, but, I mean, this is somebody who is a old-school throwback coach who does things a certain way and is going to not just in terms of X's and O's does things a certain way, but the way that he approaches players and the way that he handles players is a, a different sort of way. And so, you like know. Like we have here. That's the question. That's the question that you got to ask. Is that he is he too? You know, it's the same question with Zimmer. Choppy, you may absolutely love this. Here, yesterday, by the way, six twenty this morning, we have the schedule for Rangers All Star Weekend. Well, so that's coming up at six twenty on the home of the World Series champs. Yes, John Smoltz, they did win the World Series. John Smoltz live at nine o'clock. Can't wait to tell them at nine they won. (laughs) Breaking news. All right. So yesterday. Buried in the news of Peter King, longtime NFL columnist retirement, is this little nugget here that he thinks the Chicago Bears keep Justin Fields and trade the number one pick. Here's what he had to say. Listen to this team building, Mr. General Manager. All right. RJGM. I suppose the Bears are going to trade the top pick. I know nothing. But that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. Here's what I say. The Bears could keep Justin Fields and should trade the first pick down once or twice and build the kind of supporting cast that a team needs to contend. Here's the scenario that Peter King suggests. The Bears trade down from number one to number two with Washington. Washington takes Caleb Williams. Chicago then trades that newly attained number two pick to Atlanta for the number eight. So for moving down seven picks in the first round, they could end up with nine picks in the first two rounds overall of the next two drafts, instant infrastructure. So Peter King, little trade win saying keep fields, trade one, move down to two, and then go ahead and take number two and do what you will.
All right. I mean, look. The idea of that, the idea of that doesn't sound crazy until you realize that, like, there's just as good of a chance that you miss. Who's to say that you hit on those nine guys? You could miss on all of them. And then where are you? You're still with Justin Fields. It's the same thing as, like, uh, just. I mean, this this, this this is your NFL dream scenario. You oh, get no. all the picks and you hit. Oh, no, no, no. My dream scenario is just get the quarterback and you hit. That's the hit, right? Just get the quarterback and you hit. Now, look, that, that, now you got to make your decision on Justin Fields. I don't think it's crazy if you wanted to, if you're still not sold on Fields, keep Fields and draft Caleb Williams and see how Fields plays. If he plays great, trade him, you know, like in the offseason because he's still got, you could, you could uh, give him that fifth year option. You know, you could do that. But, I mean, this is the same thing as like, oh, just it's the, take the points crowd. Oh, just take the points. Well, who's saying you make the kick? And who's to say you you hit on these picks? You know, you get the nine picks. I love the idea of getting nine picks. It's great. It's fantastic. But, you know, Justin Fields is, we don't know what he is still. I mean, a lot of people know what he is. Some people are still holding up because it's too early. Caleb Williams could be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. that That's the thing. Like, you know, if you don't have an elite quarterback, you don't have a chance for sustained success. But you don't, when you say you have just as, like, like when you say you may not hit on Caleb Williams, but I mean, who's to say you're going to hit on these nine guys? Maybe nine guys as individuals, but you're you're going to hit on some of those nine. You're not going to I don't know. Washington's been taking very, picked, picking very high for about 20 years. They haven't hit on anybody. No, they, they, that's not true. Sean, they, they hit on Sean Taylor. That, that's not true. They <laughs> hit on, right. they, they hit on guys that. Ultimately, maybe they trade. But I they mean, hit. the safest pick ever was Chase Young. They hit on. I mean, we could not possibly take Tua they hit or on. Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. We've got to take the next Lawrence Taylor. He will definitely hit. Eh, Chase Young, you could argue, might be a better player than Tua. Uh, Montez Sweat hits, okay? Montez hit. Sweat hits. You've got Jonathan Allen that hits Deron. John, they they okay. have hit on they, guys. Okay, they've hit on so many good guys. They can't win more than seven games. My ever. point, my point yeah. is, they did hit on guys. And what's interesting is Lewis Riddick echoed this thought yesterday because Dan Patrick had talked about this Peter King article and the nugget that was dropped in it. And Lewis Riddick had said on Twitter, he's like same, like that he's hearing the same sort of thing that he thinks this is trending towards Chicago. Which I think you're talking about all-time stones from Ryan Poles and yes. Matt Eberflus to say, we're going to put our job on the line, walking away from Caleb and running it back a third time with Justin. All right, here you go. Oh. Let, let me ask you this. Take Mahomes out of it. Caleb Williams' ceiling is who? Take Mahomes out of it? Yeah. Like a comp? Yeah. Like I don't want to put Mahomes on him. That's not fair. Um, I mean, Mahomes, he's so unique. Mahomes is the one that makes the most sense to me. Um, like his ceiling. His ceiling is what kind of player? Josh Allen? Uh, Sure. Okay. Sim- similar. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say they're similar styles, but in terms of ability, we like the ceiling would be we're talking about him as one of the two or three best in the league. Okay. This is, this is the argument for Williams as opposed to taking those nine picks. If you hit on Caleb Williams and he becomes Josh Allen. Yeah. You would rather have that. Then if all nine of those picks you got became all pros. Yeah, I can see that. That's hmm. that's the difference. Nine all pros in Justin Fields, I might take. If it's all pros, like you're talking about, like literally. I would Versus probably Josh take, Allen and, and league average. Yes, I would take nine all pros in Fields. I'll take the quarterback. I'll take the quarterback. Uh, is Russell Wilson. You'll lose. That'll be fine. You'll, you'll lose to my football team. Yeah. Is Russell Wilson a fair comparison? What you just described? No, so it's it's different. He's 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 big. Like he's he's a thick built guy. Oh, uh, Caleb Williams. Like okay. he's he's bigger than Russ. 
He's he, like taller. He ain't thicker than Russ. Yeah, he is. He, Russ he's taller. Thick. He's thicker than Russ. He's he's not like he's not like as Russ built thick, as Josh, yeah. but he's he's bigger than Russ, and he's somebody who, I think, arm talent wise and everything else, he's he's got a ceiling that's higher than Russ, and his ability to improvise and throw off platform and stuff like that is is up there. It's just he's so unique. The, the best comparison really is Mahomes. I'm drafting Caleb Williams. This is crazy. I hope the Bears yep. do it. I hope the Bears do it, and Will Chambers keeps drinking his Kentucky bourbon nonstop, <laughs> just beer-bonging bourbon over and over. Now we got this from Merrill Hodge, who said Caleb Williams is not a superstar. Friend of the show, Merrill Hodge, from the Super Bowl. He said he would not draft Drake May in the first round. And, Bobby, this one's for you. Merrill Hodge says the commanders at two should take Jaden Daniels. Quote, Drake May, extremely inconsistent. His processing is inconsistent. He's not extremely athletic. I find him more stiff. He's got a longer throwing motion, which allows more picks. So that is Merrill Hodge saying go Jaden Daniels at two instead of Drake May. Okay, so this makes me feel like he's just doing the old school Mad Libs where you fill in adjective, verb, and stuff like that. Because if he, I I do agree with what he's saying about Drake May in terms of there's a lot of inconsistency there. The reads are not always sharp. There's a lot of things to question about Drake May. But to me, if you're talking about Jaden Daniels, all of that applies to Daniels as well. Like, like it's Daniels is an elite athlete, but there's a lot of stuff that you have to question about Jaden Daniels. I think Drake May is by far a safer player than Jaden Daniels, who won the won the Heisman, but it, to me it was similar to the MVP that Lamar just won, where it's like a kind of a vacant landscape and he wins the award. But he's he's got a ton of issues, Jaden Daniels. He, he cannot throw to the middle of the field. You have an opinion on Daniels versus May, Choppy? I don't have I don't have an opinion on Daniels as a pro. I I th- look, he was great in college. I don't know. I, I was. I never thought that he was. I, th- I didn't think he should have won the highs, but I thought it should have gone to Penix um, or even Knicks if Knicks had won that game. But they split votes, and I just like I never thought Daniel should have won the Heisman. Drake May. I mean, I like Drake, but Bobby's right. I mean, he's he's very inconsistent, very inconsistent. And now you have noise around the number three pick with Minnesota and New England. Now. I love it. I, I love all this stuff. I know yesterday the boss was like, "Chill out, maybe a little bit." <laughs> I was the N- top three. He said top three was okay on the NFL draft <laughs> talk, but I think he'll be up at like six twenty, six thirty-five. Yeah. Uh, the rumor has it that the Vikings have approached the Patriots about trading for the third overall pick. Yesterday, a lot of people were talking about Cousins getting a fifty-one million dollar deal as well out there as a free agent. Yeah, and that this would come. With three firsts to get up there, woo! That's a. I mean, you're jumping. Where's New England? New England's three. three, Minnesota's eleven. I'm sorry, Uh, Minnesota's eleven. So the Uh, Patriots have about eighty-seven million in cap space. They can add up another thirteen million by cutting J.C. Jackson and make it about a hundred million. Um. So there's that, and then there's this report that it will be a minimum of three first-round picks for Minnesota to move up. That is from the Pioneer Press, which I assume is in St. Paul. It is. Yes, the, the Pioneer Press is in St. Paul. Three now, first from 11 to three? For your well, third, yeah. for the third choice at quarterback? Which, yeah, they're going up. Now, like the pick, the quarter, having a quarterback available like boosts the price a little bit, right? The way it is. Right. I mean, there would be one available yes. at least, yeah. but I mean, you're going up 
for like the leftovers. You're going for the scraps that who you know the top two teams didn't want. Or you do the deal contingent upon your guy falling to three. Sure, you yeah, do it. You, you know, do that. it's like hey, we're gonna sit and wait. You yeah. can do that, but they may not like. I mean, look, one of Minnesota may see. All right, I don't, Caleb. We know Caleb's not gonna be there. Our the one the guy we want is we want to get ahead of uh, of of for JJ McCarthy. They may want him. I don't know. This whole discussion, if Chicago really bails out and hands the first pick over to Washington and lets Cliff Kingsbury have Caleb Williams and Dan Quinn build that defense, Washington becomes concerning pretty quickly, I think. All right. What does history say about the Rangers repeating? And we have the schedule out, and RJ says Fort Worth is going to be the absolute star for Rangers All-Star Week. That's next on the Home of the Champs with Sean and RJ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. Thanks for being a part of the 6 a.m. club, our best audience of the entire show. Special VIP Tolo shout out to those watching on Twitch and YouTube, you are appreciated. You're appreciated. Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt. The schedule is out. No more taking off in July for All-Star Week, at least this year, if you're in sports talk radio. Crap. Yeah. Uh, make it another time. Just told you yesterday I was probably going to take off in July. Not now. Yeah, well, you can't do it for All-Star Not Week. Not now. Uh, because the game is taking place July 16th at Globe Life Field, of course. And we have all the events Surrounding it. Yes, sir. The HBCU Swingman Classic on July 12th. The All-Star Futures game. The All-Star Celebrity Softball game on July 13th. All-Star Workout Day and the Home Run Derby on July 15th. Go look at tickets for that. For the Derby? Derby. Is it crazy? What is it? What are they? Um. So. By the way. Can't we flex a little bit for press passes to all these events? Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Wouldn't we? Well, 
how many are we going to be limited to as I a station? I don't know. That, that's true. We weren't able to get press passes into the actual playoff games. So, you know. <laughs> Ask Will Chambers, y'all. Yeah. yeah right. Text Will on the weekend about that. Yeah. Um, if he shows up for a show because he's so angry about it. But, Choppy, I could see you instantly going. You obviously already did. Your desire level to go ahead and hit up all these events. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's super high. Uh, super, super high. We went if to. If I gave you this or. I know it's too soon, too soon, too real. The World Cup final. Oh, this. If I gave you the semifinal and the final for the World Cup, this. Home, home run derby all day. Home run derby. Home run derby. Ooh. That's where I want to be. Okay. Um, If you are a solo. Does Bennett Glazer have Rangers tickets? Yes, he does. Okay. Bennett Glazer has every ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Private he has several. Too. He has several sections. Um, if you're a solo, they almost made a big mistake though the other day on the group chain. They were talking about you actually. Yeah, that's so what almost, I heard. Someone was talking about an alcohol that you liked, and Bennett Glazer, Southern Glazers, uh, dominance in the alcohol liquor world. He's like, I don't believe that's one of mine. And I was like sitting back, like, uh, ooh, ooh. and someone had to like tiptoe and creep in and be like, no, I think you you may have mis- misread he that. He misread because I, I used a, I used a, I, 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 it's my fault. I did a douchey short name moniker of it. Oh, way to go. <laughs> it was. Uh, you made Bobby look even worse to yeah. Bennett. It was because it was your it was your Woodenville thing you had. That's yes. one of theirs. And I, called and it, I knew I, Sarah sold that. And I called it Woody. Oh. And he thought it was another type of bourbon. Nope, so, I got a, I, I got some Woodenville cask strength, yeah. 116 proof. Great stuff. It's Great stuff. really smooth. So if you're a single, you just need one ticket. I could get you in the second row of section 318 for $416. Oh! <laughs> if you need more than one together, the cheapest get-in-the-door price in the upper deck, section 310, is $635 a piece for the Home Run Derby. Wow. If you want to be anything outside... Of the, if you want to be in the 100 section, you're looking at close to two grand. So that's improvement. You know what the answer to this is? No, the answer is no. No, you don't buy tickets for two grand. No, like, that's in the home run. <laughs> the home run area is gonna be like the, the, the expensive ones. Luca found. Luca looked up these up. He's like, Dad, we can't get in for like two thousand dollars. And I'm like, Oh, well, we'll find a way. Okay, so yesterday we got station rating news that we finished number one in the whole city. The whole station finished number one. We need to work out a deal with Brian Purdy, the GM, or Spittle if something to that degree continues till how long the whole station should get to go in the suite for all this. Yeah, with kids. With, with ki- oh gosh, I can't. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta be over the kiddos. Well, yeah, and, and the uh, lady friend. Yeah, yeah, we also call her fiance. Yeah, I'll 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 just have two kids by then. The third will be uh, the third will be kicked out of the house uh, at that point. Oh, yeah, eighteen, huh? I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have to worry about. So that. yeah, that home run derby is going to be in. There's a lot of tickets available. So what is the price comparison from the derby to the game? Uh, I have not looked up the game. Okay, I'll t- I'll tell you what I'm going to do that weekend though. Let me I, give the rest of the schedule real quick. The draft begins on July 14th in Fort Worth and will be open. To the public. It's going to continue for the following two days as well. I'm going to do that. Are you kidding me? The MLB draft, which is like not this big spectacle. They're trying to make it one. They're yeah. trying to turn it into the, the you know, NBA draft or the NFL draft. But it's not this big spectacle like those are. But, man, you tell me I get to be out at a draft, a big old party in the stockyards, drinking, getting loud, yeah. obnoxious. Oh, you will 
see me on the television. It, with, with the draft in the stockyards, I will end up on TV yeah. out there. Real quick, the All-Star game is about 600 bucks a ticket at StubHub for two. Just like the you, 300 level. Just like you promised you were going to be on TV, ESPN Plus, all shirtless and behind Choppy. Um, okay, so they didn't put me behind Choppy, first no, of all. Second, they put you courtside. I, yeah, exactly, it was floor. better. I'm not complaining, yeah. but I was not behind Choppy, so I couldn't do that. Second, I was uh, seen on TV taunting one of the players. You can see me on the TV screen arguing with him, mm. and I was on TV. So I showed up and showed out, and I'll do it again. You did. I will streak at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the MLB draft will be in the stockyards. Uh, it's 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 gonna be great. I mean, it, it, now now listen, they are gonna because best walking area. Yeah, Fort Worth in general is the best walking part of DFW. Like it's got you can do Sunset Square, you can do the stockyards, whatever. I don't know where they're gonna set it up exactly, but like this is it's gonna be fun. Now they are gonna play up every possible stereotype. Oh. Like oh yeah! If, if you thought that they did the stereotypes, they did the stereotypes for for NBA games and when TNT rolls into town, get A Rod and Jeter riding out on a horse. Yeah, to A Rod and Jeter, just <laughs> like Barkley yep. and them. Greg Amsinger is going to have a cowboy hat yeah. on. We're going to see Jim Capel wearing boots or Jim something. Jim Capel, I don't think he's alive anymore. No, well, whoever. Um, <laughs> and they're like they're going to have like it's going to be. It's going to be crazy. So starting on July 12th, All-Star Commissioner's Cup, then the Jenny Finch Classic, Capital One All-Star Village, MLB Draft opening night on the 14th. Draft will continue July 15th and 16th. All-Star Workout Day and the Home Run Derby on July 15th. And then on the 16th, the Red Carpet Show, followed by the All-Star Game. Can I say I don't love that, that, that sports leagues are trying to get going are these red carpet events, like treating it like it's the Oscars, like the NFL does this with their NFL honors and everything else. I'm not a big fan of treating athletes like they have red carpet events. That I'm not a big fan of. Weird, weird yeah. take. They probably it's, like no, it. No, because I, I'm sure they like it. They're great looking, yeah. but great dressed people. But this isn't like a, uh, like, like I think it's dumb when the NFL has turned like their awards into, when in the past it was just, here's the AP releasing what the award is. I think turn it into like an awards dinner where it's like the Oscars is dumb. Well, okay. Wait, thanks, old man. On You're lawn. welcome. Uh, how else Let me know we, if you got anything else. How else will we see people from the ringer getting high outside of, of <laughs> hey, the show? That's too specific. <laughs> too specific. People from the, the ringer blazing outside the NFL awards show on the streets of Las Vegas. So that is the schedule. Now, what that's for the future. What does history say about the Rangers repeating? Well, now this may be uh, more of a problem. Uh, the history of them repeating is, let's just say, it's it's not good. Okay. If you go back, you look at the last 10 World Series champions. Mm-hmm. The following year, half of them missed the playoffs. It's not good. Three of them in a row. The Red Sox won it in 2013. The next year, they went 71 and 91. The what? The Red Sox. Yeah, and then the what year? The next year. The next year. Yeah. What did I say? I didn't know if you said last or next. Oh, next. Uh, then the Giants won in 2014. The following year, they went 84 and 78, missed the playoffs. The Royals won in 2015. The next year, they went 81 and 81, missed the playoffs. Cubs win, lose NLCS. Astros win, lose ALCS. Boston and Washington back to back, missed the playoffs. Dodgers 2020 win, kind of, kind of a win. They won. Yeah, they won. They lose the NLCS next year. The Braves lose the division series the following year. And then the Astros lose in the ALCS. So we haven't had a repeat. We haven't had a team. Hang on. Hang on. Peyton, 
Last team to repeat World Series wins. What was the Yankees? Right, 90s and then the 2000. They won three in a row. Aiden Russell, well done. ring yourself up. Very young nice. man. Well done. And you weren't even looking at us. I thought you were doing something else. That was a good That was a good win for he you. He believes in three-time champion. You he does. recovered from the stroke yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's 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 a bad. All right. Now look, it's very, very di- the baseball playoffs have become a crapshoot. It's very, very difficult to win. But even more troubling is that these teams, these 10 teams, finished an average of third place in their division the following year. And the last two World Series champs both won their division, Houston and Atlanta. Dodgers were second, Nats were fifth, Red Sox were third, Astros first, Cubs first, Royals third, Giants second, Red Sox fifth. So it's it's just, you know, it's a... Look, the last 10 years, it's been up and down a little bit. Half the time you make the playoffs, half the time you don't, which is surprising because baseball like has con- continued to expand their postseason over the last decade and a half. They've continued to keep... They're, they're going to keep doing it, I'm sure, as time moves on. Uh, but there you go. Average finish of third. What I'm hearing is the World Series champions are due for a repeat. For a That's repeat. what I'm hearing. Yeah, That's all you're absolutely. telling me is that they're due and that eventually something's got to give, and why not start with Texas? Well, according to all the data with the nerds and everything, after they crunched it all, the Rangers are likely to finish third in the AL West with a 50% chance of making the postseason. So that is from Bet. Texas. Where'd those nerds have them last year, huh? Where, where, where did your data get you last Probably year, nerds? nerds. By third, right? Yeah, yeah, and they were wrong. They were so wrong. take that for data, Same nerds. Same place we did, except for Peyton. Except for Peyton. So that's what history says about what the Rangers will do. John Smoltz live at 9 o'clock this morning. Bobby, you were looking at some of the feedback when I tweeted out that Smoltz was going to join us. It was. Um, it wasn't great. It was. Uh, it, it was similar. I feel like to if you would have said, "Hey, we're having a very prominent politician on." Like it's the same sort of yeah. screeching feedback that we would have gotten. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was a lot of unhappy people who were saying, uh, "You know, you had said what kind of questions should we ask him?" And several people were saying things like. You know, uh, ask him why he hates us. Uh, ask him if he still thinks the Diamondbacks can come back in this series. Um, ask him, uh, you know, who peed in his Cheerios, like whatever. People are. They got th- personal. This might be the most unfavorable, like, opinion that DFW sports fans have about a broadcast. Or probably is. Like, I don't know that there's anybody worse we could have on. We could have on skip bayless or anybody else i don't know that it's i don't know that it's as nasty the replies we got on twitter yesterday people hated joe buck um but not like this like they hated buck during the during the during the cardinals world series but nothing like this it got so bad yesterday i was a little worried about the pr people canceling it i'm like do they know what we're kind of all getting into right here but they know that we're you know respectable journalists you know professionals Balanced try, AF, isn't try, that your saying? Going to try to handle it the right. This is a, really a huge loss for us. There's no way, short of telling John to go f himself, that we can come out of this a winner. You guys are all in the same spot I was now with Orlovsky, where when I was sitting there, the only way that I was going to get approval from people yeah. on Orlovsky was if I got fired. But you know the big difference. We're going to sit here and conduct the interview rather than throw a hissy fit and cross your arms and suck your lollipop oh, in the oh, corner. Was, yeah, baby. I was, I was ready to talk in that interview. The commissioner, I was, the I was frozen out like the, Isaiah Thomas. The commissioner <laughs> in college basketball says, arrest everybody. Is that the right solution? Next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. to go Duke down by four on the inbounds it's picked and the party is on in Winston-Salem Kyle Filipowski is being helped off by members of the Duke staff and you saw the immediate bear hug surrounding him as this court storming is in full effect with Filipowski hobbled wow Final call on ESPN the topic of the day yesterday was court storming what to do with it. And I think the overall opinion of this show was uh, basically nothing. Uh, it's college sports. Let it continue. Now, the, the thing that I do worry about in our sick society is now that this is such a loud topic for right now, what dummy out there tries to get themselves to blow up on TikTok, yeah. to be in a national headline by accidentally bumping into a player and making themselves a big star. That's what I that's what I were copycats, a sports copycat that's out here like you have a Super yep. Bowl streakers. But that was the topic of the day and Jay Billis I think I think after listening to this, maybe a little unfair reaction to the guy that people say should be the commissioner of college athletics. This the was headline. They they read the headline. They read the headline. Mm-hmm. So you agree with what I'm saying here? I don't know what you're about to say, but I think so. Okay. Uh, Jay Billis on ESPN with his court storming reaction and possible solution. But the truth is nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it. It's going to go away and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, The the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, it, the fans feel like it's an entitlement and the universities like it. And the truth is we like it. Okay, so this immediately became... Jay Billis says, arrest, arrest Throw arrest. away the key. I think this is, correct me if you disagree. Um, 
I think this is kind of like, hey, you want to really stop robberies out there and stabbings? You know, you take someone's arm in the middle of the public square and you chop it off. If you really, if you really want to stop it, now my public s- display of pu- public punishment. Yes. Now, am I saying to do that? I think Jay's just like, look, if you really, he's saying nothing's going to happen. This is going to go away in two days, which it probably will. If you really wanted to stop it, this would be my idea to do it. So that's yeah. why Jay Billis blew up yesterday. And apparently there is some behind-the-scenes Jay Billis dislike at the four-letter because Richard Jefferson went on their ESPN NBA show. He, of course, played at Arizona, and he went on a a minute-and-a-half rant destroying Jay Billis with Malika Andrews rooting him on and agreeing in the background. That's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire— Did he say detain 10,000 people? Did he say give 10,000 people citations? Me and Becky were talking before this because I asked the the Hall of Famer, Becky Hammond. So what do you think? She goes, if you don't make stupid rules, you don't have to enforce them. And that is silly. First of all, I get it. As an Arizona player, Duke player, typically the really good teams, I've had the court stormed on me four or five times. It's a part of it. It sucks. You don't want to see this. There has been things that happen. But this is about college basketball. This is about college football. To say something, and I love Jay Billis, a legend in this game that is asinine to suggest that because for me when you look at this yes get your players off the floor we saw the situation with Caitlin Clark however you feel left or right about that was it a little bit of a flop was it a little bit of an embellishment I get it but this is a part of college sports it always has been for what 40 years 50 years you know what even in football you're going to stop all the people from running on the field when Alabama loses to Florida A&M no you're not going to stop it so figure out a way to protect your players and again we're talking about one situation two situations situations over the course of how many court stormings we get it but let's not get old and get the get off my lawn get a citation let's arrest them all do you do we know what we're talking about when we say these things like come on to me if you paid your tuition and you go and support your team and they're an underdog against a high level arizona duke north carolina kansas kentucky and you get the win look you deserve to storm the court that's my opinion let's not arrest or cite give citations to ten thousand people what are we talking about? So there's Malik in the back. Totally agree. Richard Jefferson going after Jay Billis. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, where, where the hate came from, if there was any. Uh, it seems that there is some. But, look, it's you got to let sports fans be sports fans, too, I think. And part of it is is that that is that is a part of it in the college realm. Now, there are – it does get overboard. All right? There are there – are, there should be strict, and I do mean strict, rules as to who is allowed to storm the court. Well, how do you do that? Well, I make the rules. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I should make the rules. Let's hear your rules then. All right. Duke can never storm the court. Oh, we're, okay. So, right. so my favorite suggestion yesterday, they said if you want court stormings to stop, have Duke fans storm regularly and everybody will get tired of it and they'll start yeah. hating it because Duke fans do it. And then nobody will ever storm the court again because it'll be something co-opted by Duke and everybody hates the Blue Devils. Yes. By the way, even if you detained and gave citations to... All the Wake fans, that's, I don't think that stops it. No. I because mean, everyone's waiting for their moment to yeah. go ahead and do it, and they're like, they can't get all of us. No, it's look, it is it is fun. I've, I've been a part of a couple that's fun, but, yeah, it's dangerous. Of course it is. Um, but, you know, you want to let sports fans be sports fans. It doesn't mean that they be knuckleheads. But, yeah, I don't know the rule. Duke, by the way, Duke rushed the field in football this year against Clemson. Was John Shire complaining then? Mm. Probably not. 
Was Jay Billis saying arrest them all? I don't mean no. Um, By the way, where did Jay Billis go to school? He went to Duke. Oh, Duke. Oh, okay. Duke. That makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, look. I mean, Q-tip yeah. looking. Q-tip. You can only rush the floor <laughs> against your chief rival or a team in the top ten. That's it. You can't rush the floor or the field against like the 17th ranked team in the nation. So are you saying that Wake was unjustified in rushing? What was Duke's rank? I, th- I don't remember what Duke's rank he was at the time. But if Duke was outside the top ten. Now, listen. You could argue that if you're Wake Forest, Duke is your chief rival. Yeah. And it's Duke. And it's Duke, right? So, yeah, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, you beat one of those teams, fine. Alabama, you beat Ohio State or Michigan, fine, in in football. But, like, short of that, I mean. Duke was eight. Okay. They're they're, they're, they're fair fair game. They were eight. Fair game. Any any great solutions, suggestions on the fan text or all this talk about nothing, just let them continue to what, put up nets like a baseball. What like, like, what are we, uh-huh. to me, it's, it's, and to, I think a lot of people, it's like, what are we solving? Like, like when we say like, what are the solutions? What are we solving? Like, like this is an outlier. What happened yesterday or what happened, you know, to Filipowski is an outlier. And I don't think it's something that we can like routinely say like, oh, this is an, an epidemic that we, that we need to take care of. Now, Jay Billis did suggest his, uh, his approach, one of the things we could do other than arrest everyone, uh, was he, he talked about how, look, uh, the media, you guys are, are partly responsible for this too. He said it was network policy not to show that because we didn't want to encourage it. So what does it say about the way we use media and these images now? We can't deny we encourage it or at least tacitly approve of it. So he thinks it's like one of these approaches, like whenever there's a, a mass shooting or something like that, where it's like you don't you don't mention the, the shooter's name or you do something like that. If you show images of them storming the court, yeah. people are going to be encouraged to do it. So media, you're complicit in this too. They're talking about like this like it's some national tragedy that Kyle Filipowski tweaked his knee. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Here are the conference fine, fine rules uh, around college sports. SEC, first offense, court storming. Hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't tolerate that stuff in the SEC. Two hundred fifty k for a second offense, five hundred k for a third offense. Pac twelve twenty five thousand for first offense. Big twelve, they find UCF twenty five thousand in January. Big East five thousand. Oh man. Big ten, no fines until the third offense. Oh man, they they, they are they are they are millennial parents right there. And the ACC and the ACC does not currently fine for court storming. So. Far and away, the SEC is the leader in punishment with $100,000 for the first offense. Same cult. Could you imagine not even fining them, having no penalty? None? All these these conferences have a penalty of some kind. (laughs) And the ACC is like, nah, nah, we're not going to do that. The Big Ten, those Midwest values. Uh, You know what? Three strikes. Three strikes. Rub some dirt on it. Quit crying. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line live on the fan cam and Twitch. The solution we're getting on the truckwreck.com fan text is uh, win the game. Win the game if you don't want people storming the court. Okay. Just same thing I, like I said yesterday. You don't want somebody dancing in the end zone? Keep them out of there. Middle seats are becoming a problem oh. for NFL draft picks. Shame on the NFL. I gotta get a. I got. We gotta get a choppy timer. We gotta get a choppy timer out. <laughs> Why? It's, it's a. It's amazing. Your hat. Your habit. Your drag out habit. It's hilarious. It's funny. Let me. No. I, I, the <laughs> I was yes, just doing the shame yes, on the NFL shame for effect. On I, be, okay, I trust okay, me. Okay, I okay. do do that. This was not one of those times. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna let you guys get me on that one this time. Okay. This was not one okay, of those okay, times. Okay. 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 That, okay. That, 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 okay. The NFL. 
is sending fat people in the middle seats. All right. 320 pound defensive lineman, offensive lineman to the scouting combine. This is from Pro Football Talk. Well, in middle seats, in coach for their flights to Indianapolis. It's, tra- it's travesty. It's crime. Uh, Major League, I asked Derek Holland this. Well, I said, uh, you get called up from uh, the minors. Which accommodations? First class seat, hotel, seven days, seven nights in the team hotel, which according to league rules, generally a five-star if, you, if they have it in town. That was awesome to negotiate that in. And a first-class plane ticket. Every these are, these are NFL players at this point, basically. They should be given the NFL player treatment, CBA treatment. So They should be in first-class seats. Not a single one of these players, these are six-foot-five guys, who are 300 pounds, you want to put them in a middle seat because you booked them on basic economy? Did So, so the yeah, NFL... Yeah, what did Tim, Tim Collins working yeah, for the NFL now? Right? The NFL booked this then? Because I know that... According to, Flor- according to Florio, this is what they did. Okay, because I know that uh, a lot of times, like, accommodations are made, like, you're responsible for your own accommodations, like, like in terms of travel and everything, and that those are typically on agents and, and things like Should that. Should the NFL be paying for or booking everyone who's coming to the Combine? Um, I don't know. Cause I mean, not everybody who goes to the combine makes it to the NFL. So right. I mean, they don't all become right. players. No, they don't. They don't all become players, but like, this is like the, you're David, they're in, them, they're they, your like, guests. I, I think they view it as, you, this, have, to, you have to be invited, but right? I think the they combine. view it as like, it, it's an invitation. It's like, um, like when you've talked about chop, when you get invited to the, you know, you get invited to one of these tournaments or whatever else, like people got to raise the money for these like travel baseball teams to like yep, go out there, absolutely. even though they're invited. Or like, I mean, I don't know, maybe they need Alyssa Milano to help them raise funds and, <laughs> and you know, upgrade their seat or whatever. But uh, no, I like, I mean, I, typically I've always thought, and Florio could be totally right here. I've always thought that this was accommodations were made by the players themselves. Why your wife is going to be obsessed with the Rangers and Major League Baseball this season. Stank Assen trying to save the stars. <laughs> and Peyton Russell, <laughs> Peyton apparently playing for the Detroit Red Wings next on Sean and RJ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.